This is the Journal of Ecology podcast. I'm Scott Chamberlain. Databases of information about species are increasingly common in ecology for animal and plant traits, demographic matrices, genetic data, and more. These traits are sometimes used instead of measurements of study organisms in the field. In a recent paper in the Journal of Ecology, a group asked if plant traits from databases can accurately substitute for on-site measurements. I caught up with Verena Kordlender to chat about her research. So I'm Verena Kordlender. I'm holding a degree in landscape ecology. I'm in the finishing phase of my PhD in, uh, in the Community Conservation Ecology Group at the University of Groningen in the Netherlands. Could you um, explain what the problem was that you were trying to solve in your study? Sure. So actually, I think this, the, the title is saying the question we had. So it, the question about can we use um, the species summarized traits from databases to describe the traits of co-occurring species on a very small scale. So in our case, it was two, two by three meters. And are the tra- patterns we get by taking these values from a database um, are reflecting the true trait pat- patterns of the individuals co-occurring on our sites? background of the original idea was for my PhD to link the trade, trade database uh, data uh, from a northwest European uh, database with long-term vegetation, vegetation data uh, from a reserve in the Netherlands. So that was time date from nearly 40 years, time series. Uh, and then to get insight into this function dynamics uh, of the wet matters over time. But um, yeah, and it was like the idea many had during, uh, yeah, in the in the recent time. So to to apply this increasingly available trade data to late large vegetation data sets, and with the assumption that species identities capture the majority of trade variation. But I mean, seeing the trade patterns I got, I started worrying about this approach, or started doubting whether we, we could really do that. And um, because database entries that average over multiple populations, different habitats, and uh, over large distances. So, uh, and we know that species traits are plastic, so they mm-hmm. respond to environment, they show genetic uh, mm-hmm. or genetic, uh, geno- genotypic diversity. <clears throat> Yeah, so that that that's why we had the idea to test database values against on-site measurements. What approach did you did you take to to answering your question? Um, yes, my doubts that caused me to think about sampling traits from our site, and then on a plot base, so sample each species, uh, so the individuals of each species in each plot, to see like the true traits, I would call them, even though, I mean, we didn't sample all individuals, but a selection. And then we did that for three traits, canopy height, leaf dry matter content, and SLA. And then two sites, uh, we, we uh, chose a massic and a stressful habitat, so the wet meadow, where my first intention was to study, which well, was my main study object in the beginning, and then also a salt marsh on the island uh, Schriermonnikoog. And we compare these traits to, um, yeah, to the measurements from trait databases. So once for the species pools, so on a higher scale, 
and comparing like our own measurements from the site with measurements from uh, the trade database like others did before but then also we look we also looked at community traits and we calculated community traits using the on-site measurements from the plots mm -hmm. and species means from the site to the ones uh, calculated when uh, later traits were used from the database so this this question that you have for this mm -hmm. paper seems to address um um, it seems to be based on the premise that the people actually do this, so they're you know they're using databases to to use um, to get traits for you know species at you know different um, spatial scales of their study. Uh, how 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 common is that? Like for 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 ecologists to use um, you know traits as a from a database rather than measuring it themselves. I think it's it's like it's becoming increasingly common to to do that, and uh, as our study shows, that's that's fine for uh, for many questions, and uh, it, there are cases where that's a perfectly um, valuable approach to do that. If someone is wondering, um, you know, what under what circumstances can I like is it ideal to use traits from a database, and what is the worst circumstances like? You're just like, what are the two bullet points for those two circumstances? Like, when you when you do want to use traits from a database, like, at what 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 is the context for your study, and when you don't, what is the context for that? Um, so our study revealed that it well, it depends on like uh, the habitat mm -hmm. uh, study, the trait studied, and also the question studied. If you perform a study within a habitat, then we have to make sure that the measurements actually uh, uh, were taken from similar habitats, similar habitat conditions. Because we think that was one of the problems from the salt marsh, that species were sampled which occur in the salt marsh, but also elsewhere. And database entries might yeah, be taken from a salt marsh, but maybe also from uh, a massacre meadow. And then also traits matter. So um, traits with uh, relative low intraspecific variability. So like we have LDMC, for example, which compared to the other traits, the low intraspecific variability. Um, database values perform better, so we see better results. And also for the question, so the scale matters. When we look at habitat level, the species pools, so comparing species pools, maybe even over habitats, and um, database entries are perfectly fine. But um, on the community level, so, and then I speak about communities of two by two meters, so pop scale communities, um, this, yeah, this, uh, the, the, the value of database entries uh, is less high, but mm -hmm. still be used for not so extreme habitats. But then if you look within communities, so if you ask, like I said, niche partitioning uh, questions or competitive exclusions, then I would say our conclusion that plot sampling is really necessary. So you mentioned um, that habitat matters. Mm -hmm. You know, if you, I, I think, tell me if this is wrong, but I think it, it sounds like you're saying that if you, if your study, if somebody is doing a study in a grassland, uh, they need to, if they take trait values from a database, they need to be from 
uh, a habitat that was the, very similar to the one that they're they're studying. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, why do you think yeah. that is? Um, yeah, I think that's, uh, that's that's mainly the response to the to to the uh, conditions in in that habitat. Okay. So, species can cover more than one habitat. Can occur in more than one right. habitat. Uh, a couple of species that can, and they actually um, then yeah skew the, the trait pattern we see. We could see that in, the, in our salt marsh. If we, when we focus on single species, mm-hmm. we could see that mainly those species would skew the data, mm-hmm. which uh, have a wide amplitude of, uh, of habitat. Mm-hmm. Though we didn't check for, for um, uh, genotypic um, uh, characteristics, so it might also be that, that, that there's a different subspecies in the different habitats occurring, which also causes them to have different traits and a different response to the habitat. How general do you think um, your results are? Uh, do you think that, you know, because you didn't study, I guess, um, lots of, I mean, you didn't study all possible habitats, right? Um, do you think, do, do you think they extend to, you know, just any situation where you want to use traits um, from a database or, or do you think more work, more uh, work needs to be done. Um, yeah, I think that more work needs to be done. I mean, especially uh, looking at other traits, because we think that species uh, that traits linked to less variable environmental condition might show very different results. Um, like what? Like for example, what kind of traits? Like so, like if some dispersive traits. But also, um, uh, in, in other work, uh, I looked at arenchyma uh, formation in the roots of uh, the plants. And um, like depending on how you look at it, the ability to form arenchyma is a trait which is quite fixed to species. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though the proportion of arenchyma on, of an individual on a plot might, be, might differ from that mean, uh, but it's already saying something. Mm-hmm. So I think, uh, yeah, it's. I think more traits have to be studied. Overall, I would judge that, judge that our results are pretty general because, I mean, we looked at two very different sites. Given your this paper that you wrote, do you think that people... It seems like there's an increasing number of people wanting to use traits from a database um, so they can extend the, especially, you know, studies at the community scale where it just takes a lot of time to, to measure traits. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think this is a good thing that people are going to be able to use traits cause, uh, from databases as they become more available? Or do you think um, it's generally just has to be um, done with caution? It has to be done with caution, but I think data, data, um, trade databases are valuable. Right. Mm. Like, so especially if, like, if you look at the, at the wide scale, like a global scale, it doesn't even have to be the global scale, but across habitats, along, um, along uh, or strong environmental gradients, I think they, they tell us something about the response. I, I, don't, I doubt that they say something about biotic interactions. Mm. Like between species, I I just doubt that we can use them for this, um, yeah, this questions. Mm-hmm.
Mm-hmm. Uh, can, you, can you give an example of what you mean by biotic interactions? Um, like uh, competitive exhibition is okay. one example of the examples. Like, is is a competitive exclusion happening on a trade base? So can we see that specific ranges of trades are filtered out because of biotic interactions? That mm. maybe even the diversification of trades that we see that trades, um, uh, yeah, differ more within a community than we would ex- expect by chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, all are more close. I think these questions are, uh, yeah, for these questions on a small scale. We have to use um, uh, on-site measurement, and with on-site measurement, I really mean measurement on a, on a plot base, right. and from the individuals we study. We have been speaking with Farina Kordlander for the Journal of Ecology podcast. I'm Scott Chamberlain.